So I think the first thing we obviously got to talk about is the just ridiculous scoring surge the NBA's been on the past couple weeks. We had Luka put up one of the craziest stat lines of all time with a 60-20-10 triple-double. Joel Embiid put up 54. Klay Thompson put up 54. And now Donovan Mitchell dropped 71 and 11. What is happening right now? They saw that football is going off the air. They said, all right, it's time to, it's time to turn up. It's time. Everybody's <laughs> starting to watch this now. Now we actually have to play. This is ridiculous. This is crazy. I feel like one of the most unlucky NBA fans ever. For Lucas' 60-20 oh, yeah. game, I was on a cruise. Embiid's 59 Flex. or whatever game where he put up eight blocks, I was on a cruise. For Klay Thompson's 54, I was watching him give my team 54. So that hurt. And then for <laughs> Donovan Mitchell's game, I was too busy watching the 54 happen. So I was just like, <laughs> I, could, I couldn't get any win at all, bro. Not yeah, you picked the one. worst week to go on vacation. That sucks. <laughs> but yeah, so let's go. Let's go like person by person and talk about these games. But more importantly, I think the conversation has kind of shaped to people once again talking about the fact that we're in maybe the most talent stacked era in NBA history. Yeah. So like, let's just generally talk about that a little bit afterwards. But before we get into it, as always, if you guys are watching on YouTube, do us a favor, drop a like and subscribe. You see on the screens, you see our Twitters, follow us on Twitter on all of us. True. Follow us at the Deep 3 Podcast on our main Twitter. If you're on Spotify or Apple Music, rate us five stars, follow, all that. Five, Let's get five, into it. <laughs> Let's start with Luka Doncic. I think he's like the main story because right now the Mavs are on a seven game win streak after being incredibly mediocre for the first 25 games of the year. Yeah. And it's because he's just gone supernova. What do y'all think about this ready zone? I think it's about time that we're seeing like this version of Luca and the wins come along with it, right? Like mm-hmm. we've we've seen we've seen Luca go for big performances, but at at least at the start of the season, the Mavericks were trash or mid <laughs> mid to put in, it exactly mid in every sense of the word. And now the twelve seed for a long time. And now they're finally starting to put a lot of things together. So I think it's good just to see those, those two things combined. His MVP case is actually like a thing now. I think we can, I think we can actually legitimately think about him in that context. So for him and like in the accolades conversation, that's, that's the fun part about seeing all this happen for, for the Mavericks. And they're winning close games. Like that's the, that's the thing that's, that's really making a difference. Like over the last 10 games, they've played in six clutch games and they're five and one in those games. And so clutch, clutch for for y'all who don't know, it's when games are within five points um, with five minutes or less to go in the game. And so Mm -hmm. the Mavericks are five and one in the, in those games, this tied for second most in the, in that span. So they're starting to close the deal. And yeah, I think we're starting to see the benefits of it. Okay, real quick. I don't mean to sound like a Debbie Downer or whatever, but this is okay, all here we go. A, a great sign. And something positive that I want to say beforehand is that I haven't been watching games, but from what I've been seeing, like the Dallas Maverick community mm-hmm. saying, is they made a supposedly Isaac. Check me. Correct me if I'm wrong, but they made a starting lineup change, and I believe Maxi Kleber and um, Christian Wood are starting now. Let me know if I'm wrong. I don't know. But regardless of the fact, mm-hmm. I'm looking at their wins right now. I think they won like seven in a row. And they won against the Houston Rockets like twice. They won against the New York Knicks without, uh, what's his name, R.J. Barrett for this the majority guy. of okay. that game. Okay. And those wins, they're, they're great wins. They're good wins, but they're against all like under 500 teams, except for the New York Knicks. But the New York Knicks. No, yeah, well, I mean, they beat them all, right? Like, what are, you can only, you can only play who's in front job. of you and... 
They yeah. did their well, look, job. Well, look, look, Kleber, Kleber, he's out the starting lineup because he's hurt right now, and okay. he he went he went he underwent surgery for a hamstring tear, so he's going to be out for a while, and so that's Ooh. so they've they've been able to put Christian Wood in that spot and really just space the floor and just have Christian Wood being like stretch five and giving Luca all this space, and so they've been able to do that. The Rockets game. They should have never been in this position, but they were down like five or six points with three minutes to go and end up making a comeback because Christian Wood is able to get a four point play with like three minutes to go. So like, it's not like, again, they should have, they should have never been in that situation against the Rockets, but the fact that they are showing the fact that they can come back, be gritty, do all those small little things and win the games that they're supposed to. That's huge. That's big. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, I guess you're right. They aren't the most impressive wins in the world. So, like, I, that's why I don't think any of us are like, oh, the Mavs are contenders now. They're not. They're the four seed, but, like, we know how close the West is. It's a fake-ass four seed because just as they won seven in a row, they could lose five out of seven. Yeah. Like, they're the four seed, but they have one more win or two more wins than the eight-seed Suns. So, like, you know, it's topsy-turvy. I don't think we're ready to crown the Mavs as a great team. But if we're talking about just stature of player in the current standing of the league. I think this run we're seeing from Luca kind of makes you have to like reevaluate his positioning with these other top players. Because I think we all agree he's top five now, right? Like that's solidified. Yes. Ooh, yeah. I thought well, that I was thought that, yeah. I thought that was solidified. Yeah, I agree. I agree. How much, if he just keeps doing this and you see that he's able to backpack his team in this way, how much higher in the list does he rise? You know what I mean? Three at like the best. I would not yeah. put him. Even at this level, I don't think that I would put him over Giannis, and I don't think that I would put him over Jokic. I think the one player. Me too. I think the one player that you can maybe have that conversation with, if he's at this level, is Steph. Tough one. That's the only one, right? And um, the fact like that the that, conversation now is crazy because yeah. he's still yeah. Steph. Exactly. So that's that's where I draw the line. Um, mm-hmm. But Luca. He might actually get that MVP that everybody's been trying to hand to him for I the hope last he does. three years. I hope he does. It's ridiculous. I think the most interesting part to me is that um, it's not that he's just putting up numbers because, like, you know, he's, he's Luca. He's been doing that forever. Like, it's not like it's anything crazy new we're seeing from Luca. But I think he's kind of hit the mode where think about, like, 2018 LeBron or, like, 2017 or so James Harden before they got Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. The way that they were able to just – not only be a mid-team put up numbers, but backpack just role players to being able to beat contenders, to Call being them. able to say, be say, a top Say the team. word. Say the word. Call them bums. Do it. It's <laughs> <laughs> a little bit bums. better than bums. I know, you, I know you want to. Listen, I understand. I, I don't. I, I understand. Spencer did what he's, he's having a, a good a good season. Yeah, he's the best one. He's, the one. he's not a bum. And Dorian Finney-Smith is one of the best 3D players in the league. But the way he's able to Reggie make... Bullock? Bum. <laughs> Listen, I, I think I think right now we hate Reggie Bullock because like he's in that mode where he can't shoot to start the year like always. Yeah. yeah. But eventually they'll have decent role players around them. But nice. the fact that he's able to elevate them to being like an actual team that matters is like super impressive. Like that's really hard to do. Even as like like look at Shea Gildas Alexander, he's an incredible offensive dynamo. The Thunder is still a Thunder. You know what I mean? Like it, it's just, you hit a certain level when you're able to backpack these just like subpar players to being able to compete. Yeah. He got listen. He's we talked we talked a little bit ago about you know our like our MVP rankings and I think mm-hmm. did you have Luca one? I can't remember if you had him one. Or if uh, you had him. I don't remember. That was a while ago. It's changed a lot. Yeah. yeah, but I I think 
a lot of us had Luca. Well, I don't think that I had Luca top three. I think he was. I think he was just outside. He was either three or four, right? He he was right on that line. He's he might be two for me right now. He, mm. he might he might be two, and then I think Makes my sense. one. I think my one might still be Jason Tatum. Um, Interesting. It, it, listen, it's close though. It's close. Yes. And I feel and like they, what's up, bro? I feel like right now there's just no like solidified argument for number one and like mm-hmm. there's a very solid argument for one through four or maybe one yeah. through six if you don't want to stretch it that far mm-hmm. no for real like yeah. the seven like donovan mitchell might be seventh mvp voting right now he just dropped 70 and 11 like yeah. this is the most stacked mvp race we've seen in years like it's ridiculous john morant is going to be like eighth or sixth maybe in mvp voting they're the two That's seeds crazy. like and he's averaging That's crazy yeah it's it's yeah, it's it's great that there's no clear winner right now. It's a, it feels a little strange because it makes you think like, oh, is there nobody running away with it? It must be like this just must be this must be a weak MVP year. But it's the complete opposite. There's like eight people that could be running away with it, but the other eight are just as good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's nuts. If any of these eight were like, I don't want to say like, if like four through eight, maybe nine. I don't know. I don't know who the hell nine is, but in that range, <laughs> we're playing in 2015. 13, yeah. 14, 12. And this is where we kind of get into the conversation of like just how talented the NBA is these days. It would run away with MVP easily. Yeah. If this was 2021 when it was Jokic and then everybody else, they this they would be tough. Like Donovan Mitchell would be pushing Jokic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even that conversation. You're absolutely right about that. Yeah. But that, that so let, let's talk about those two players one by one. Let's, okay. let's, let's talk about this Donovan Mitchell game. Did y'all get a chance to watch the 17 11 game? Sadly, I, did not, I didn't get to watch it live. I did not see it live. I did not see it live. I had to go back. One of my biggest and, regrets. Yeah, I had to go. I had to go back and, and see it. Um, I was sadly I was tuned in to, to the to the Bills game and seeing everything that happened with, with Demar Hamlin and, and all that stuff. I know it was just awful. Uh, but I I went back and I watched the 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 D Mitch stuff. It's just stupid. Like this this is there's moments where you just watch a guy. And I, I wish so bad that I could get into whatever zone that he's in, and just like, like what is that? What does that feel like when you just throw up everything? Like I hit, I hit two shots at twenty four hour, and I'm like, listen, I'm hot, you know. What I'm saying? <laughs> he's at an entirely different level of just, yeah, like I can close my eyes, throw the ball wherever, and it's going in, and it's, it's, I, I honestly don't have enough adjectives to say just how good of a performance that was. Yeah. Seeing bro, I didn't. Sadly, I didn't watch that game because again, like I was watching the Hawks game and that shit was dumbass long for no reason. And by Correct. the time I turned to the Cavs game, they were just wrapping up, and I saw he was at sixty nine points, and I was like, "Ooh, nice!" And then I was like, "Wait, sixty nine points? Is you is you for real right now? This is no type of glitch." Go on Twitter, <laughs> like everyone's confirming. My stream is behind. He dropped seventy one. He's at sixty nine. I'm like, God damn. So I have to I have to go back and watch the entirety of that game or hide so whatever. I haven't done it yet. But that's just it's just mind it's literally genuinely mind boggling and I can't put together any slew of words that'll make what he just did any type of sense whatsoever. And it also like puts into perspective what Kobe did drop in eighty one Back in that era was even wilder. If Kobe, if yeah. dudes like D Book and De- Donovan Mitchell dropping seventy and eighty, not eighty, eighty, my bad. If 
if they're dropping those high stats, just imagine yeah. what Kobe would have done in this area of bas- era With basketball where defense is spread out. It's crazy. Yeah. crazy. Let's talk about – so you mentioned Kobe. So, like, him, everybody else scored 70. Every time people have scored 70, they I think the highest before this was, like, six or seven assists in the game. He had 70 yeah. and 11. I think that just shows how, like, truly just – I can't even say impressive, just mind-blowing this game was. Because we've literally never seen a game with this scoring output while also being in complete control with your playmaking. You know, we talk about Luka Doncic being such an offensive dynamo because he can do that yeah. every play, where he's a deadly scorer in the NBA while also maybe being the best passer. That was Donovan Mitchell last night. Like, his passing has always been super underrated. But last game, we saw him have to really go into that role with Darius Garland gone. Yeah. And he was just ridiculous. His, his reads, because you know his whole thing is athleticism, driving to the rim, mixed mm-hmm. with his off-the-dribble shooting, which is always incredible. Mm-hmm. The way he was diming shooters in the corners, using that penetration to create open shots for other people, you would think, but if you watch that game, that he's one of the best passers in the NBA. It was wow. insane. Yeah. I couldn't uh, even do that on Tika with my, my player, bro. That's how crazy that was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, another thing that I realized watching that game, him and Damian Lillard are incredibly similar as players. In what sense? Just like their whole game is coming off of screens and hitting these pull-up threes at that size and quickness mm-hmm. and then getting downhill while not being like the most incredible finishers through contact but just being really fast and like just yeah. slashing through defenses and if you watch powerful. them play side by side yeah they, they look incredibly similar i never that's, realized that that's very interesting i've never i've never ever thought to put those two next to each other i and i promise you now that you said it the next game that i watch of both of them i'm gonna be like okay i like clearly see it that's, <laughs> yeah that's, that's really interesting. We're going to take a quick break real quick to tell you all about our newest partner, Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is the best and easiest way to play fantasy sports online. You can play online or you can play in the app. And if you sign up today using promo code TD3, they will match your first deposit up to $100. And it's super simple to use as well. All you have to do is hit higher or lower on your favorite or least favorite players for the night. And you can win up to 20 times your money in one night of NBA hoops. Again, it's super simple. Play online or in the app. And if you sign up with promo code TD3, they double your money on your first deposit. And that's basically free money. It's super easy, super simple to use. So go sign up today. And again, use promo code TD3. Yeah, so that, that game was obviously ridiculous. Yeah. I, I It's just great to see him prosper. Because I know we just did our rankings episode last week where we ranked the whole top 30. I think I put him at like 15. He was like two spots behind Devin Booker. Yeah. And that comparison is so agonizing to me. Like deciding who's currently the best shooting guard in the league yeah. is so fucking difficult. Yeah. It's like everything in my heart says I've, I've been wanting to pick Donovan Mitchell and just like say it's him. Mm-hmm. But like logically, I'm like, oh, Devin Booker does this, 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 contributes exactly. to winning in this you're way. you're watching Devin Booker's Phoenix Suns go from the first seat to the fucking seventh or eighth without him. And yep. it's been like two weeks or whatever. What the and hell? Was- Listen, them boys got clapped by who? <laughs> by the New York Knicks on a, on a two at two p.m. on a on a Monday. Listen, a they, weird time and every. Listen, hey, Chris Paul is washed. A weird time to get put to sleep. Chris Paul is washed. <laughs> like that's the that's that's one of Tough. the biggest that's one of the biggest takeaways that I took away from that game. Uh, quick side note: Chris Paul is washed. DeAndre Ayton, I, he's not. I don't think he's him. I don't think he. I don't think he, like. Mm. I, I don't think he has it. I don't think he has that like next level superstardom because even when oh yeah for sure yeah I think we've been on that though yeah it's 
But it just sucks to see because when when book's not there and when CP's not there, you always expect Aiden to come out and like, all right, well now it's your time to shine. And yeah. like, like, like the stuff that AD was doing earlier in the season, where AD's coming in putting up thirty and ten or thirty and twenty even, I need I need a little bit of that from DeAndre Aiden. And it's just, I, mean, it, I, 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 I feel we're past that. Not, I think we're past not, expecting that from DeAndre not Aiden. Like thirty and twenty, but like, can I can I get twenty five and eleven? Right? Can I get that when yeah. you're the featured? Uh, when you're the featured person in this offense that's been a well-oiled machine for the last two and a half years, obviously not. You guys yeah. are getting beat by Jalen Brunson yeah. and by, um, by by Deuce McBride. Like, he's putting y'all to sleep, so. Yeah. I think yeah, at this point, people. we just know that we just I, know I that like Aiden's, he's more similar to a Sabonis caliber of big than he is to, or ever will be an Anthony Davis caliber big. I think it's Bro, just like the ship sailed on that. That sucks so much ass because he was the number one <laughs> Drafted before. Yo, that sucks before. mad balls. Yeah. <laughs> drafted before Luca, Trey, Jaron Jackson, Shea Gillis Alexander, and now Crazy like, Jack. bro, Crazy we got Jack. people over here shout out to Through the Wire. Kenny over here. In a redraft, he took Mikal Bridgets over DeAndre. And that's valid too. It's no one was valid. saying that, but that's yeah, it's nothing crazy to say at all. But it just goes to show like I don't know. This is whole like for young players. It, it depends on where you go and like how highly you are ranked on the uh, whatever chart. How how much of a priority you are. This yeah. reminds me of my yeah. Patrick Williams. Yeah, I will say DeAndre Aiden hasn't been trash this year. I will say DeAndre Aiden hasn't been terrible this year. Like, he, he had that one stretch for like seven games where he was putting up thirty and ten like pretty consistently. Weirdly. Mm. He, he's been pretty good. And also, we know that it's a ticking time bomb before he gets traded because his coach fucking hates him. So yeah. it's kind of hard to thrive and be some superstar when your coach is pulling you every five seconds. You do one bad foul. You just have the tightest leash for number one pick. Like, Listen, we it's under, not the best we situation understand for that. We understand that, and that's great context. I'm glad that you provided it. But, again, we have to get off Suns hate every <laughs> single episode. That, like, we're, we're legally I don't even hate the Suns. This is we're legally thing. contracted to do that. That's what we've become. We've become an anti-Suns pod. And and so I just had to bring it up just to say it. <laughs> I just like jokes. I don't even give a fuck about the Suns. You have a vendetta. <laughs> I don't like them. That's funny. The, they're, they're uh, real quick, back to um, the point about how close Donovan Mitchell and Devin Booker are. I think that just shows you that if Donovan Mitchell isn't clearly the best shooting guard in the NBA right now, that just shows you the fucking ridiculous glut of talent at the top of the league. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's something that's been kind of the highlight of the last two weeks. You're starting to see people talk about it more. Yeah. Oh, Ash, is this the most talented NBA era of all time? Absolutely, without probably. a question. Yeah, not even a probably. Why do you say probably, Donovan? I don't. I I go back to eras. Yeah that that would that would be the that would be the only one that would be the only other era. Just because I feel like there were a whole bunch of teams that. Mm-hmm. And, and again, maybe it's different now, and I'm just like looking at it different because there's so much player movement, and we're not getting like mm-hmm. the the like the legacies tied to the players like that in a, in mm-hmm. in that in that same way. But you go and you can look at teams like the Pacers, who have Reggie Miller for 18 years, and they had and like he's able to take them to finals at points in in his career. You can even go to the Knicks and Patrick Ewing, and it seems like every team had at least a franchise player that can carry them to a finals appearance. And even though that Jordan ends up winning, you know, six out of eight or six out of 10 in that, in that decade, 
it still seemed like every team legitimately had a superstar that's going to be a a like legit legit Hall of Famer that's also going to have the accolades and the accomplishments behind it. And yeah, and may, may, again, maybe maybe there's maybe the reason why a lot of players aren't going to have those accomplishments and those um and those accolades now is because there's just not enough to go around. But that's the only argument that I would make for the night. That's the only reason why I would say probably. But in terms yeah. of just like how deep is your bag? I think the bags are clearly deeper now than, than <laughs> oh, they've yeah. ever been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think it's, let's talk about why. There's a few reasons why, right? Like one, obviously, you're saying the bags are deeper. Crazy. Yeah, that's it. Like, I think it's kind of like the people that refute this are just like being purposely ignorant. Like, I don't want to say dumb because I think it's just like pure ignorance of not understanding how this works. Every industry, every type of sport, anything, even outside of sports, evolution always happens. Like, if the 90s came around and these teams realized, oh, we can build around a guard like Jordan who can be our go-to scorer. So the kids grew up wanting to be guards. Then LeBron came around and said, oh, this person can be a scorer, can also be a passer. So they start trying to be good passers. And Steph came around and said they can also be off-the-dribble shooters. And these people keep growing up and seeing these players yeah. and just keep adding these things to their games growing up. Like, people aren't feeling the need to be one-dimensional like they did back in the day just because there's so much wealth of information. It's like, of course the players are going to be more talented over time. They've learned from more people. You know what I mean? Facts. Yeah. You, you just, yeah. yeah, you just have a stronger foundation of what you're yeah. going to, of what, you, of what you're going to, like, just think is possible, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody, everybody now, nobody thought that being able to shoot from 30 feet was, like, consistently was a possible thing. And now you go to yeah. every single pickup gym and everybody warms up taking three-point shots because they're trying to be like Steph, right? And it's just like, w- w- listen, I think for the NBA, it's a good thing. For pickup basketball, it's a terrible <laughs> Atrocious. Thing. It's, a, it's awful. <laughs> it's, it's terrible. But if we're talk- again, if we're talking about the NBA game, it's, it's fantastic because now every- everybody yeah. can do everything. And now we're really seeing who's the best, right? Like, mm-hmm. and so those like intangibles that we always talk about, those things are starting to rise to the top too because now the skill level is starting to, to balance out. Yes, yeah. and I think it also applies to teams as well. Like that's why we talk about comparing like the 2017 Warriors to like past 90s great teams mm-hmm. or the 80s Celtics, whatever. And it's like, sure, people were like, "Oh, these old teams played hard defense; they'd win," but they'd get their fucking backs blown out by these teams because <laughs> same way we said these these kids are growing yeah. up <laughs> learning the techniques from past players. Facts. Smart teams are learning X's and O's from past teams and learning how to counter that. Facts. And then new teams come around and counter them. And like X's and O's evolve over time so much that. If those past teams saw the Celtics switching defense and how they switch and then recover people on the backside when there's a mismatch, like all this shit, Larry Bird wouldn't know who to fucking throw his dimes to because he, he would call the Ku Klux Klan member to their front door <laughs> the next morning easily. He would get them boys out Don't of town. Like that, he man. would have them all broke. So he would have we, them we all rock with Larry because Larry rocking with us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, seriously, but like I don't understand why people hang on to these special moments when they were younger maybe just because they were 15 it's because close they were to their heart exactly happened. it's close to their heart yeah yeah, what yeah. They don't i understand will never is like, bro. I, I, yeah i will i will never ever forget you can you will never be able to tell me that carmelo anthony hitting two, <laughs> hitting hitting two pull-up threes yeah. in a regular season game against the bulls to win the game that he is not the greatest clutch performer of all time, right? Like I was, I was in middle school when that happened. You're not yeah. going to tell me otherwise. And it's like That's when funny. you're when you're 13 and 14, and and the way that you view sports is being shaped by all these moments. 
that is your foundation and that is the lens in which you consume media going forward. And so you're always mm-hmm. going to compare people by what you saw growing up. And that's, I've, it happens in every single medium. It happens in sports. It happens, it's the reason why everyone's like, oh, people people aren't, they don't make music the same way that they used to. They don't make movies the same way that they used to. Yeah. And it's just it's just not true. It is right. true. It, it, is, it is true that they don't make them like they used to, but it's not in a negative sense. Yeah, exactly. it might be better. Yeah. Exactly. Just y'all were in your bag just in terms of the pure evolution talking. Like mm-hmm. things are meant with the way everything is today, it was done in a way so things can be more efficient and effective. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. That's like me. If coaches and, today were worse than eighties coaches, what were they what have they been doing for thirty years then? Yeah, exactly. And I, I don't like doing comparisons because like we're, we just have so much more of an advantage and they did compared to the people who were before them inside that and then on so on and so forth. But it's just like yeah. comparing uh fucking nineteen ninety five Mercedes to a twenty twenty Mercedes. It's like what are oh, you nah. even oh, talking nah. listen, about? Listen, listen, some 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 old cars are, are like that. <laughs> I know I will, I will say I was like they're but probably look, talk about phones though. Imagine the iPhone four compared to the iPhone fifteen. Like it's just, like evolution has happened. About? I don't I don't care. Listen, there's no way that you can tell me that a 2020 Prius is better than a 69 Camaro. That's not happening. Why would you compare a Camaro and a Prius? That's a very different genre. It's the first two cars that... <laughs> even, if you, even if you want to go with the Army car and just say that, like, the Dodge Challenger and, like, yeah. the, the Camaro. Okay, like, okay. This is not down this car rant, rabbit hole. It's a terrible <laughs> comparison. I got to show the people that I'm well-rounded. You know, I know this. <laughs> I have my hands in a lot That's of different it? places. <laughs> But yeah, I saw one TikTok. I wish I could remember who posted it, give him credit, because he made such an amazing point that I had never thought of in these awful narratives that we talk about. You know how a lot of people will talk about MJ versus Braun, and they say that like LeBron needed a super team. He always mm-hmm. jumped around making the super teams. Mm-hmm. That That's kind of like a universally accepted narrative from people that argue for past generations. But what's also at this point a universally accepted narrative is that the modern NBA has more talent, right? Facts. Like, everybody kind of knows at this point. Yeah. If that's the case, why wouldn't LeBron have more good teammates? There's more good players in the league. Like, Facts. naturally, everybody's better, so his players are going to be better around him. Exactly. And he's going to be playing against better players, so they're going to need to team up. Like, it's just, that's kind of how it goes, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think the issue with that, though, is it's not like you're, it's not like Bron is jumping from team to team and like, okay, let me go with, let, let me go to, to a team with, like, the 30th best player in the league or like the, the 27th best player. Let me go with top 15, top 12, right? Like that's the thing where it's like, dang, like how much do you have to stack the deck? It's the same thing with Durant. Like, bro, you went to a 73 and nine team that had just come off of back, Look at back the comp, finals appearance. Like, come on. Like, Look at the comp though. From the bronze case, there was the Warriors, right? Who just built this team naturally because there's a lot of fucking good players. They found these good players, and on average, they had their eighth and ninth best player were so much better than like the Utah Jazz's eighth and ninth best player from the 90s. So, yeah, they got to team up with each other because the competition of teams, it's super possible to build teams with this crazy death now because there's so many good players. We, we're going to get into a Bron, a Bron Jordan legacy debate right oh, now. And we we got <laughs> to save that. We got to come out with a special episode on that. Yeah, we got we got we got to move back. Yeah, there's listen, who we should be talking about, though, right now, though, because I actually really want to know how y'all feel about mm-hmm. him and kind of like his MVP standing. Because before the season, I said that there was absolutely no way that Nikola Jokic was going to win three straight MVPs. Okay. And 
Let's talk about it because we argued for like 15 minutes about it. Yeah. And dang if he is not moving up the ladder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So for context, right now the Nuggets are the number one seed in the West after a rocky start. They just came off the Christmas Day game, which was maybe the best game of the season when they beat the Suns. And Jokic's numbers, he's back with 27 points per game. He's at, I think, nine assists, 11 rebounds with a 68% true shooting. Jeez. For all intents and purposes, he's better than he was last year, except for the one point per game. And yeah, I was talking disgusting. to, we, we argued about it. You picked Joel Embiid to be your MVP. Yes. And you said there's no way that Jokic could win it because of voter fatigue. But I was like, let's say their numbers are the same as they were last year. Jokic's numbers are a little bit better. And they're the one seed. Like, me and you both predict they'd be the one seed. So, like, how could we say they're not going to be, he's not going to be MVP if they're the one seed and his numbers are just I as good? Did not, and now I, we're seeing it. Yeah, just, I didn't see it coming. Like, I, I, also, <laughs> you. I also... But, but, but that's, the, that's the thing, real quick. You did see it coming, though. You saw the one seed coming, and you saw Jokic still being Jokic. Dude, he wants you to so eat what your, about eat seeing your own it, shit. <laughs> what about seeing it in person makes it click for you now? Because that's the, that's the thing. is it Just seeing it actually happen, you're like, oh, fuck, I can't deny it. So what's changed for you? It's it's literally just the aesthetics. It's literally just the way <laughs> just the way that, that it looks. And it's the fact that, like, one, Embiid, Embiid has not had... And actually, he kind he low key has right the Sixers. No, he's having a great year. That's what I'm saying. He low key has the Sixers just haven't like done everything that they have injuries fit whatever. But with Jokic, I think I think seeing it in person and being able to put together runs really really matters. Like I think if mm. like it's the same thing that we're seeing with Luca. The fact that they're able to go on this seven game winning streak and put these wins together and do it consistently night in and night out. That matters, and so for the Nuggets, it's different than the, it's different than what they were doing early in the beginning of the season, when it's like, okay, we're gonna win three games and then drop one, or then win two and drop one. <laughs> yeah. Now we're seeing them, you know, go on these, you know, longer win streaks, look a little bit more dominant in the process, and the passes that Jokic is making Jeez. on a daily basis. Yeah. Listen, thinking basketball put out. Uh, he put out a, a video. Uh, I think like two weeks ago, asking Shout out Ben question, Taylor, best in the game, best in the game, asking the question: Is Jokic the best offensive player ever, or is he offensive player or, or best passer? And both, both are posed. And the entire video, right? He's putting together this highlight clip, a ten-minute video of Jokic passing. The entire video was from one game of Nikola yeah. Jokic's passing. Yep. It's I try to. D- it's ridiculous. It's 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 hard it's, to. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. When people hear us say things like Nikola Jokic is the best offensive big of all time, he's one of the best passers of all time, immediately they're like, what the fuck? Why? When really all that clicks in their head is he hasn't won a championship. He can't be. That's mm-hmm. literally all it is. If he were to win, that would validate so much of what you're saying because he is clearly the best offensive center of all time. It's really not close anymore. Like I'm sorry to say it to you. He's, he scores 27 points per game on 68 true shooting, which is around what Shaq had scoring efficiency-wise. He's the best passer in the NBA, which no other center's ever been. Like, period. No center has ever been a top-tier passer in this way. He's an elite offensive rebounder. He can stretch the floor with the shooting. You can play through him in the post as a playmaking hub. It's ridiculous. He has moves in the post. Like, he's not like he's a slouch one-on-one. He's not Marc Gasol where he's just a passer. Like, there's no weakness offensively. Yeah. I think his MVP case, and I, I need to, listen, I haven't been, 
I haven't been in the mood to to sit down and rank one through eight because it's extremely hard, as we've yeah. said over and over again. So like maybe maybe in the next week we'll go we'll you know we'll go through and we'll do all those things. But Jokic is definitely rising up there, and also I he's think top he's, three. Let's just say it. He's top three in that, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm gonna ask you about that. Okay. What do because I know you haven't seen the last week a lot because you've been on a career, so I give you some leeway. You didn't get to see the Christmas <laughs> game. Yeah. Right now, everything you know, Jokic is back to me. Jokic one seed. Jason Tatum still rocking. Celtics are. I don't think. I don't know if they're one seed at this day because it keeps going back and forth. They're still the one seed. But they're, okay, they're back in the one seed. They lost for a couple of days. You know, KD's being KD, going this crazy run with the Nets, which we'll talk about. All these other players. Do you think Jokic has a chance of winning? Do I think Jokic has a chance of winning? I'd be in not chance. He has a chance. He obviously has a chance. Do you think he'll win? Yeah. Do I think he'll win? It's just so tough. I think. He probably is the best player in the NBA right now, and I feel like I can Ooh. say that with confidence. Let's go. Yeah, I feel like he's probably the best player in the NBA right now. But Giannis has been on, like, a shaky shooting slump or whatever over the last few days. And as I'm saying this, he fucking dropped 55 today. So do Naturally. that information with what you will. It's just so wishy-washy. <laughs> but Jokic has been the most consistent, the most healthy, and just – the, just the overall consistently doing what he has to do, like, regardless of what what the case and scenario yeah. is or who is around him, you know? Like, his team is starting to get healthy, and he's done nothing but elevate his team when he's not on the fucking court. They go from literally the, like, if not the best and one of the three best offenses in the league to literally dead last or some crazy shit. It's, it is atrocious how bad, yeah. how much different they are as a team without him on the court. And there's not too many players who I can say that about and just like seeing him adapt to like different play styles as well with so many players being in and out. Jamal Murray's been in and out once in a while. MPJ has his issues, tweaks here and there. Of course, and every yeah. every other yeah. team and player does. But earlier in the season, he was not averaging 27. He was in the 23 or 25 range or whatever the case may have been. And I oh, remember, no. Calamity. <laughs> huh? Oh no, 24 points per game on 70% true shooting. What a yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. And, and and those numbers weren't as sexy. Now that, oh, he has 27 points per game. It's, it's, it's sad, like, what it'll take for him to go ahead and win it for a third time in a row. But yeah. shit, he might, he might be, he might be number one for me. He might be number one. And yeah. I think his team's going to finish number one in the, in the West comfortably in the future. Mm-hmm. The the ways people discredit Jokic now is kind of like a testament to his greatness because you know nobody wants to crown him. He's this goofy fat white guy who's never won a championship. He doesn't look like the typical player you want to see. You doesn't have the bag off the dribble shooters. Like a lot of people are hesitant to give him this gas that we're giving him. So like you said, he averaged twenty three point five points per game on seventy percent true shooting. Facts. He's a bitch. He's a bum. He can't <laughs> score. Like it yeah. was so stupid. He was the yeah. same player. He just made one less shot per game and one less free throw. And yeah. now we're talking about a different conversation. Yeah, I want to. I do. I do want to see. I want to see Jokic do this. I want to see, and in terms of like in a playoff setting, obviously, like I don't. He's he's not the type of player where I think like, oh, he's a fraud. This isn't going to translate, right? That's obviously yeah. like out the window. I want to see a deep playoff run. I'm feel, the same way that I feel about Jokic right now. It's the same way that I feel about. Giannis. I'm glad you said this. The, the same the same yeah. way is I feel is this, is the way that I felt about Giannis after he had back to back MVPs. Where I'm like, okay, cool. You got all of that. You're showing that that you're like you know top five, top three, whatever in in the league. 
I need you to go on this deep run. I need you to have the moments. And Giannis goes and on the run, he has the blocking. He has this amazing finals performance, right? He overcomes the wall conversation that, that yeah. you know, got put up there. I need Jokic to do it. And I think that if the Nuggets are the one seed, I would be disappointed if they don't at least make the conference finals. That's fair. I, see, a lot of people will share the sentiment you have. Like, I need to see him do it in the playoffs. It's so it's so fucking weird with him because he's been nothing but excellent in the playoffs. Yeah. In 2020, he made the Western Conference Finals, lost to the champion Lakers. I will say, I will say. However, though, that run, that run, I would attribute being a little bit more to Jamal being out of this world and Jamal being one of you know the 10, 15 best players alive. Damn. In in the in the first, I mean. It was both, At that though. time, numbers, they're saying that man was yeah, yeah. You, you know, you know so what I'm saying. You, I'm you get what I'm saying. But, like, but like Jamal, Jamal was clearly on another level. And I think that he outplayed Jokic in in the bubble to get. I, them, okay, to, see, he, he scored more points than Jokic, but Jokic still did his thing. He was still averaging 27, uh, 10 assists per game. Like he was still being normal Jokic. But we know the impact he has more than scoring. But I see your I, point. I do, you Either way, what so what you're saying is he made the Warriors Conference Finals when he finally had a teammate next to him that could do something. So great. The last two years, he played phenomenal and lost to the eventual Western champion. So, like, when, when, when he when he that was crazy. Yeah, by the by the f- team that made the finals both years. So, like, great. He, he had no help and lost to the best team in the conference. And then when he had help, he made it to the Western Conference Finals and lost to the champion. Like, he hasn't been some slouch. You know what I mean? Like, that's not a terrible resume. No, yeah. but I I need to now that everything is finally come together, right? Mm-hmm. Jamal Murray is finally in a place where. Obviously, all the rust isn't off, but he's starting to play well. Michael Porter Jr., he's starting to play well. Aaron the Gordon defense, looking like a fucking all-star. Talk, talk about Aaron him. Aaron great, man. He talk, deserves talk all the flowers. It. Talk to him. He's so Everything good. is coming together for Denver. I need a conference finals appearance. That's valid. Because, and that's 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 what I'm that's what I'm asking for. It's a lot to ask for the finals, obviously, but if we're if we're talking about Jokic being the best player in the game. That is, in my opinion, a valid expectation to talk about sure. conference finals and to talk about finals appearances. And I that's what we need to see from him. And if he yeah. goes ahead and he does it, fine, cool, I'm happy. But we need we need to see that that aspect of his game. And of I can his agree. career. Yeah. Yeah, now that they're healthy, I can for sure. Those are definitely the expectations. I think we should move off this guy before we get accused of being dick riders too hard. <laughs> Mo, I have one question for you. What has gotten into the Brooklyn Nets, and why are they so unstoppable? This question's for me? Yeah, it's for you. Tell me about <laughs> these Brooklyn I Nets. Before I left from the cruise, I I pointed out in the podcast. Were you on a cruise, Mo? I didn't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I went to the cruise. You know. <laughs> we they global. were 15-6 and six in their last 21 games, and I was like, hey, yo. I did the same thing. What I did with the Dallas Mavericks like a couple weeks ago, and I was like, "Hey, yo, they were they're like fifteen and six, but they ain't beat no impressive, crazy team. They've been doing their thing, and also their win margin is not in crazy incredible. But over these last, I don't know how many games, they've been absolutely snapping. And under Jock Longdale, I think his, their record was like twenty. Jock Longdale, <laughs> I don't know what his name. I, don't, I, I forgot his. I forgot Jock his name. Vaughn. Vaughn. Yeah, <laughs> I said Longdale. What? Jake Londale is a backup big from the Spurs that is now <laughs> yeah. on the Portland Trailblazers. <laughs> Wait, yeah, I'm tweaking, no, J- bro. No, Jack Londale is on the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, I thought he was on the Phoenix Suns. He's a big. Oh, you're right. Oh, I, who am I thinking of? Who's that white guy that was one from the Spurs they cut and he's on the Trailblazers now? I don't even remember. I cannot remember. 
Yeah. I mean, I was, do like, we need to do a, right. a who we play for? <laughs> I think so. That sounds like fire. That. Okay, keep going, though. Yeah, but, uh, dude, yeah. ever since then, like, the, 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 I feel like the Brooklyn Nets probably have one of, if not the most unique offense. One of the most unique offenses in the NBA with just how efficient they are from the fucking mid-range, dude. They literally yeah. don't miss. What Kevin Durant is doing is asinine, and no one's even going to consider him for, like, MVP cases or whatever. Serious MVP cases. Will they? Of, no, like, I think he's he not going to no one. He's going to move up, but he's not going to win that thing, bro. Let's, let's keep If they're the one seed, he very well could. I don't think so. I, even if they're... If, well, actually... If, if they're, they're the one seed and they jump Boston, and he takes them from being... He, he can make it. 11, uh, or maybe not... Because like Tatum can't win it over him. Game. If the Nets are the one seed, Tatum can't win it over him. It'll just be him versus Jokic. I think he will give it to KD. Yeah. I don't know. I think people give it a Jokic yo- yo- still because I think KD has left a sour mouth on a lot of people's mouths still. Sour and Jokic hasn't. Nah, yo- not what, as, what not as much as not as much as Kevin. Not yeah, as we're, we're talking voter. We're talking MVP, the voter fatigue and losing the playoffs. Like for this conversation, I think KD probably has a little more pull. It's like which guy do you hate the which guy do you hate the least? <laughs> which guy do you <laughs> want to see succeed the least, bro? Yeah. So yeah, yeah anyways. The, tw- the Nets are on a twelve game winning streak right now. In that yeah. 12 games, they have by far the best offense in the NBA with Dude. a fucking ludicrous 124 offensive rating. Dude. Around 112 is average these days. And what's more impressive, they have a 112 defensive rating, which is eighth in the NBA in that span. Yeah. They're not supposed to be a good defensive team, and they somehow yeah. have done it. Yeah. I don't know what to even say about this team. I haven't watched as much of them as I would like to, mm-hmm. but from what I've seen, the simple, the simple assets that they're running – in between the three-point line, there's a lot of things that a lot of teams don't do. And because of the, of course, like, they're one of the best mid-range shooting teams because they simply have Kyrie Irving, Katie on their team. But the type of looks that they're generating in general are phenomenal. And their whole philosophy and scheme is flowing. And what's, like, what's even more impressive, like you said, is their defense because they don't have a lot of good defenders on the team, point bank, period. Yeah. Okay. Donovan, what's I have a question for you, Donovan. What's up? So during this 12-game stretch, yep. the Hawks are the second highest in the NBA in field goal percentage on pull-up shots. What do you think they shoot, they're shooting? The Hawks. The Hawks? True yeah. shooting percentage. No, just field goal percentage on pull-up shots. Um, I Second highest in the league for the Hawks. I'll probably yep. say, let's say something about 48%. No, 42. Okay. Trash. And the next three teams behind them are all shooting around 42%. Okay. So, obviously, the Nets are number one. They're shooting 52% on pull-up shots. Yeah. This is counting threes. Pull-up threes are 43%. Yeah. It, it, that does not make sense. Like, that, that's probably not sustainable for a whole season. But yeah, it's not. 12 games is a big-ass sample size. I mean, that's, that's, that's a lot of games. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's dissect this 12-game winning streak. I will say that the Nets are playing very well. And defensively, that is what encourages me the most about them. Mm-hmm. However, Mo was, oh, talking, here we go. Mo was talking about the Mavericks and how their winning streak is coming against bums. Every the, winning streak comes against bums. The the Nets have played the Hornets twice. They've played the Pistons. They've played <laughs> Oh my goodness. They've played the Wizards. They've played the Spurs. They played the Warriors without Steph Curry. They played <laughs> Oh my goodness. You're you're more shameless than me, dude. I ain't going to this extent. <laughs> what are you what are you talking about? They've played they've played they they have three of their four teams or yeah, three of the 12 wins have been against teams that are going to be in the top three of the lottery. They played a Golden State team that is absolutely, or that was absolutely trash without Steph Curry. The Hawks might be, 
the Hawks are like the third best opponent that they have, and the Hawks are the ninth seed in the East. Milwaukee is, has been a mess, but listen, you beat them by 18 uh, on your home floor, that's huge. You go and you beat the you beat the Cavs by eight, that's huge. You have two like you without have two Darius wins. Garland. Wait, no, without I think one of the one of those guards are missing that game. I believe. Still, 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 the Cavs have, have a lot of the yeah, Cavs facts. have a lot of firepower, and so that that's impressive. They have two like wow wins in this entire 12 game stretch. Okay. So, rebuttal. Yeah, they're played bad teams. Every win streak, you have to beat bad teams. Nobody plays 12 straight they're great teams. That's job. not how schedules work. Yeah. But it's not even just they're doing their job. They're beating the fuck out these teams. That's the thing. They beat the Warriors by 30. They beat the Spurs by 27 from, or whatever. 36, actually. Jesus. Yeah. So, yeah, they're taking care of their business, but they're beating the fuck out of these bad teams. Like, No, I get it. I get it. I understand. You play, <laughs> you play, who's, in, you play who's in front of you. I will and say, you destroy who's in front of you when you're built like that. I will say though that if you, I think that the Nets again, I think that they're playing well. I think that they can now be considered a good and a competent team. I, moving forward, I still keep them kind of in the same realm as a second round exit. I, that's mm-hmm. what that's what that's why that's why I think that's why I think that that's why I think that they are. Um, they even then, I think me, that's okay. Listen, they've proven me wrong already. I I said that they were done; that they probably weren't going to yeah. make the playoffs at the beginning mm-hmm. of the season, and so they've already surpassed. We all did, exactly. They've already surpassed. Kevin Durant was out here talking about some who am I supposed to win with, and then he listed a whole bunch of two K generic names that Facts. I don't even remember, bro. He said, "Who the fuck is Edmund Summers? I don't even know." <laughs> exactly. And now everybody's yeah. hooping, and that's that's good for them. But second half of the season. Whenever, whenever those, uh, whenever the national TV games come in and they start getting, you know, these yeah. playoff teams, let me see what the Nets look like in March. That's yeah. that's the only that's the only thing I have to say about. I think what's Atlanta. encouraging, uh, what's encouraging is, it's not something that I guess some we're talking about the shooting stats being a little unsustainable, I guess. But you also have these like Don, like Mo talked about. You have this personnel, Katie and Kyrie. Like those are always going to be the number one in the league even if it comes down a little bit. But the reason they've been so good, especially on defense, is because they got their wings healthy. Joe Harris is healthy. Yuta Watanabe's back. Um, what's uh, T.J. Uh, Warren TJ is finally Warren, back yeah. after not existing for two years. They're able to roll out these lineups Seven. where yeah. they're not reliant on Ben Simmons. They can sit him for 10 minutes straight and be fine because they can roll out lineups with Katie, Kyrie, Claxton, and then mm-hmm. a bunch of fucking wings. Royce O'Neal's been amazing. Like This formula with all these wing players and then your two star ball handlers is how you win in the playoffs. Like, this just sounds like last year's Celtics. So, I think that is the missing thing they didn't have previously in the year, where mm-hmm. it was kind of like we watched them, and Ben Simmons looked like shit. Who was, he's starting to look a little better. He's kind of came and gone because he's had injuries again. But, yeah, without him, it was like, where are they going to get production from? But now that we're kind of seeing what this team is supposed to be healthy, I'm starting to be a little bit of a believer because, like, you start to see the vision more. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's That's fair. If we... And plus, all of us said at the beginning of the year that if everything goes right, that they have championship potential. And so yeah, I think for it too. I, I think it's still it's still weird for me to kind of wrap my head around a team that was as dysfunctional as they were. Yeah, be able to turn themselves yeah. around and look like this. Even even the Celtics turned around last year. It wasn't like they they were just mid. And that was like, it was a failure because they were supposed to be better, but they were just mid. And then they turned into the best team in the league. And for the Nets, they literally went from the worst team in the, in the league to probably, you know, one of oh, the not worst the in the league, but I see what you mean. You, you see, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it will, honestly, if they get to the point, the, for the point. 
Yeah, if they get to the point where they're like a contender, contender, and make like a conference finals run, maybe a finals run, you got to think it's probably the single biggest in season turnaround in NBA history. It has right? to be. It has to be. It has to be. Yeah, you like fi- gone they, from- fi- they fired their coach before Christmas, and yeah, and their star, both out. their stars were trying to get traded in the summer, and they still got told no. Like they came in with pure dysfunction. Yeah, like nobody's ever been that down bad and then prospered. So if they do it. Props to them. That's truly an incredible accomplishment. Like that's like a. I, okay, I was going to say it's a notch on Katie's legacy if he somehow wins a championship with his team, uh-huh. but but the problems were kind of his fault, so I guess you can't really give him props Thank for you. bringing Thank him back together. <laughs> he requested the trade. He hated Steve Nash. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it would still be impressive, because let me take that back. Actually, it would be impressive for Katie, because despite all this bullshit that you could say he caused it, everything around him has crumbled, and he's been such a rock and so steady holding that team up on both sides of the ball. Like, we did our rankings. I put him both behind sides. Joel Embiid. I kind of regret it because he's been a great defender this year and it's kind of just clicked for me over the last week. Like, mm-hmm. He's legitimately been amazing and done everything he can to keep his team afloat and he deserves credit. He does. He does. So listen, if you're the Nets, go ahead, hang the banner so we turn things around. And you, can, <laughs> you, you could put that in. That could be, we that had could a 12-game win streak in December. Exactly. Yeah. That could be the recognition for this week, for, for this yeah. year. They, there's just, there's a little bit more that I need them to prove and it's not going to be in December because when you have Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, you're not judged by what you do in December. You're Facts. judged yeah. by you're judged by what you do in May, June, and yeah, in May and June, and that's what I need to see from them. Because if they come out and let's say that they get a hard matchup, right? Listen, they're they're the two seed. The whole top five of the East is really really tough. Let's say that they they come down a little bit, end up in like the four seed or something, which I think is is still very possible. And they end up playing either Cleveland, Milwaukee, or Philly, or Boston. They're going to play one of those four teams in the first round, maybe, yeah. right? If they if they drop down to four. Washington boys get swept, right? Losing five again. They're not getting swept. I'm not, I'm they're not, good. I'm, listen, I know I know that they I know that they're good. I'm saying let it happen again, and then everything that happened this season is oh you did it just to obviously like flame out in the playoffs. I don't think that they will, but I also didn't think that they would get swept last year and that happened. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people picked the Nets to win the series last year. One one thing that I have to say about the Nets too is that it is super encouraging to see that they're doing so great while Ben Simmons probably like the seventh or eighth best player on your roster right now in terms of like importance to your roster and team. And if he ever gets whatever it is that's going on with him, whether it be health and mental issues or whatever the case may be, if he gets that shit together and starts being more impactful in terms of scoring and like just putting the ball in the basket and getting easy dunks and layups and stop like looking away and being absurd OD passive, that's when I take them seriously and I'm like, okay, Maybe them boys can be in championship contention. And if I was, uh, I don't know, Cleveland Cavaliers, I wouldn't be so happy to go against a team like the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That's a promising. They have a lot of room for improvement still. So that's even like another thing to be happy about. So yeah, definitely. One thing I think we should talk about before we get out of here. Sorry, I fixed my hair. It's bugging me. (laughs) (laughs) I think we should get the TikTok time. But beforehand, a quick aside. We got to talk about LeBron James real quick because... Oh, yeah, for sure. Let's, let's close it I think all of us kind of bought into the hype a little bit of writing him off a little bit and saying, like, oh, he's finally washed. Wait, we put him down to nine in our top uh, 30 rankings. I think we all had him around that range. 
We overreacted. He's still Did him. He? He's just as a, yeah. He over the past, I think the numbers I have him right here. Currently, you know, those are Lucas stats. So over the last eleven games, which is how many I think Anthony Davis has missed, LeBron's averaging thirty-four point five points, seven point four rebounds, seven assists, fifty-eight percent from the field. Everything that looked like he was kind of washed with early in the year, where he wasn't able to finish, wasn't scoring efficiently, is back to normal. He's just LeBron. Bro, after seeing him do what he did to the, to the Atlanta Hawks in Atlanta, which seems to be just like yeah, it's a been a rough. Thing it's been a rough. Uh, it's been a. It's been a rough week for you. No one asked. No one asked. Okay, it is not. <laughs> it's not an Atlanta Hawks podcast. We can get into that whole thing. Dude, I may owe you a hundred dollars after the end of the season. Oh my god! I told, I told <laughs> you. I told you. Quick update. No. Quick update on that. The Hawks right now are in the ninth seed, which means that they would have to win two games to get into the playoff, which is exactly where I said that they would be. I said, I said they'd that, be six at best. I okay, was more conservative that they were going to be in the playoff, that they were going to be in the play-in, and that they would not be able to win two games. What to LeBron get in. James has done against <laughs> the Atlanta Hawks and also the Charlotte Hornets, which are neither impressive teams, but it's impressive for the fact that this dude turned thirty-eight years old and he's dropping forty-seven and forty-three on back-to-back, not back-to-back nights, but game after game is absolutely nuts. And he had the same exact type of dominance when he was playing the Hawks. The Hawks just looked straight up scared, and they didn't know what to do, you know? Yeah, and it's just like... I felt like I was 15 years old again, 14 years old again, back when the Hawks were 60-win team and shit like that, and none of that shit mattered. Like, it's just simply LeBron James, <laughs> even though he's 38 years old, and he's like <laughs> 7 years older, 8 years older than he was. He's doing the exact same thing. You'll never escape like, him. Fuck, bro. It's nuts. It's 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 nuts. And I can't say I yeah. can't say anything that like encapsulates his performances over the last few games. Yeah, he's honestly. I think we're just seeing him try a lot harder because he knows he needs to with AD out. A lot yeah. of people kind of thought like, oh, this team is falling apart. Maybe he'll just pack it in because he's fucking cooked with AD out. But he's on the opposite. He's just been going like playoff mode intensity, trying really hard to score like. He's just running way faster than he was in the beginning of the year, trying to hustle in. Like, yeah. He's been great. And it doesn't mean a whole lot because either way, like we said, their, their season's probably kind of cooked because even if AD comes back, they both have to be incredibly healthy at all times for this team to have a chance of making the playoffs. Westbrook has been a hot stack of ass at least lately too, dude. He's been terrible. Yeah, I mean, what do you expect from a role player? He's up and down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that's a quick aside, talk about LeBron for a second, acknowledge the fact that we may overreact a little bit because we kind of did have the LeBron's wash episode. Yeah, for sure. For sure. No, I think think it's fair to still have him at eight, though. Or eight eight or nine. I think it's still Maybe, but even outside of this, the ranking we did, we were all a bit pessimistic about him and like we're like, oh, he's a little over the hill now. He's not going to be the LeBron we used to know. Yeah. We were getting ready I think to he's clearly still wave him off in the sunset. Just wave the white flag. <laughs> and dominance, and here he is, yeah. fucking zombie, fighting back. He's him. Yeah, I think we can get a TikTok time though. We got a cool hour in. I think we should get into some games and shit and talk about the shit that y'all are here for. Let's, Let's go. do it. The first thing we're gonna do, we're gonna start this like we always do. We're gonna start with a draft. Today's gonna be funny because we're gonna do I love this. a bald player draft. <laughs> You know me. Who has the best shiner? It's time on pause. Let <laughs> me turn my fan on real quick. This is going to be so fun. 
This, yeah, okay, this, so this is gonna be so fun. First pick is Donovan. I got second pick, Moa's third pick. So it's any player that was bald for a sustained period of time. So not like they went bald for five games, not like they were bald for just their last year of their career. It was like an era that we recognize them as a ball player. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. No, number one pick. Give me well, my. Let, let me do the hook. Yeah, no, this is TikTok time. Damn, you you can wait. Holy you shit! Can you out the listen, order. Edit this. Edit this. Just put Michael Jordan over the hook. That's I, everybody <laughs> knows where I'm going. Everybody knows where I'm going. Let's draft NBA lineups with only bald players. All right, you good? Yeah. Let's draft NBA lineups with only bald players. Good. Go ahead. First pick. First pick. Michael Jordan. Naturally. I knew you were doing that. That's fine. Second pick, Kobe Bryant. Whoa. Boom. Damn. Okay. That's cool. Third okay, pick. Okay, oh, look okay. at me. I got the third pick. Uh, I got Shaquille O'Neal. And then at my four, I'm going to have Kevin Garnett. Okay. That's that's okay. a nasty okay. big combination. Okay. Yep. It's insane. Uh, listen, I want a Kareem second, but I knew you weren't going to pick him. So give me Kareem at the fifth pick. Okay. Okay. That's that's fine. That's fine. His, Mind games. His, Here's what, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to put Michael Jordan at my point guard position. Because, okay. Because I'm going to take Ray Allen ah, as my two guard. Tough. And then at my three, at my, um, yeah, and then at my three, I'm going to get Vince Carter. Fuck, Damn. I really wanted him. Damn. Damn. Okay. That's, that's uh, nice. That's Wings nice. was the hardest that's... part, and you... Yeah. Swooped in from the top row, damn! Because I knew yeah. you were gonna go for Kareem. I knew you were either gonna get Kareem or Shaq at two. Yeah. Okay, game plan. There's not yeah, a lot of wings research. left, and I gotta fill my three. There's a certain point guard I want over this guy, but I gotta pick him now. Give me Clyde Drexler. Mm, okay. okay, that's cool. That's cool. My spacing sucks, but I gotta pick the talent. Okay, cool. So I need a I need a point guard and. Uh, Donovan, you got a maniac on your team, and I got like two maniacs on my team. Let me go ahead. Let me go ahead and build a big three. I need Gary Payton. Oh, that's, that's a great that's pick. Good. That's good. Great pick. So I got Gary Payton, and then holy shit, can I get Charles Barkley? Ah, damn. No, I mean, you, you can. That's that's a pretty big lineup. Yeah, it's a big ass item. Let me do it. I don't have any. I don't have many other great choices. Give me Charles Barkley. That's good. My that's good. Bro has not a shooter in sight. Jesus. I was I, I was it. I was hoping you was you would you ain't shooting with these baldies on the court straight beaming at your fucking eyesight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So, ah, uh, okay. Give me Jason Kidd as my point guard. Ah, okay, okay, okay. okay, okay. I, I need the facilitating. I got I got a lot of defenders and dunkers. I need some passing. All right, I need a four and a five, and it seems very like seems very weird that I wouldn't be able. This is this is so nasty. I really don't want to do this, so I'm not. Um, give me Jermaine O'Neal at my five. <laughs> okay. For, y'all sleep. Y'all is sleep. <laughs> y'all is sleep. Jermaine? <laughs> Guarding Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Yeah, okay. man. You're done for. <laughs> y'all, y'all forget Jermaine is like that. What are we, what are we talking about? What are we, what, what's, the, what's with this disrespect? Oh, <laughs> um, so yeah. So give me Jermaine at my five, and then okay. at my f- and then at, at my four. I'm trying please don't to pick him. Please don't pick him. I don't. I don't think we have this, the same person because I I'm really kind of blanking right now on who I want at my four. I hope you don't okay. pick him. That's nasty if you pick him. You, 
You're disgusting. You're nasty. You're nasty. You <laughs> no, 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 my no, 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 not hey. him, not him, not him, not him, not him, not him. Right. He is not a part of my team. We do not stand for that. <laughs> yeah, okay, good. We, I, I was we scared. I was scared. That. I was about to be like, man, oh, man. I'm not picking him, but okay. I will pick the crackhead Lamar Odom. <laughs> he is my four. A, a right. Thank God player. you picked him. Thank God you picked him. Give me Chris All Weber right. for my. Give me Chris Weber for my power forward. All right, cool, uh, cool, cool. That's good. That's good. I need a little bit more play. That's good. That's good. You got that. Yeah. In terms of shooting, I know my team is fucked. <laughs> but has anyone chosen Magic Johnson yet? No, because he wasn't. Magic, bald. He, he wasn't bald. He had, he had like what? a point five. Are you serious? Yes. Yeah, he was only he was only bald when he retired. He had the point five season, right. all around. Even he seasons. wasn't. That just killed my whole. Someone already got. Yeah. Uh, of course you're gonna pick Magic Johnson. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. Like, I thought I thought I, I thought I caught someone slipping. Damn. Not me. <sighs> now I gotta revitalize my whole. No, thing. I couldn't let me slide with that. Pick nope. pick your man's. Pick your. Mans. Okay, okay. I got my man's. I got man's. I got Chauncey Billups. It's a good pick. Okay. Okay. Big shot. Billups. Nice pick. Okay. Solid That's fair. That's fair. That's okay, nice. wait. Let's let's list off our teams. Let's. Right. I'll go. I'll, we'll go in order of the draft. So I got Michael Jordan, Ray Allen, Vince Carter, Lamar Odom, Jermaine O'Neal. Hmm. Okay. Whew. I have Jason Kidd, Kobe Bryant, Clyde Drexler, Chris Webber, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Okay. Okay. That's nice. I got Gary Payton, Chauncey Billups. Charles Barkley, Kevin Garnett, and Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, Charles you have the weirdest team ever. I know. Like, Y'all ain't shooting <laughs> shit. I'm, I promise you. Y'all are not shooting shit. Bro, you are going to have Charles Barkley running around screens <laughs> trying to catch Ray Allen. He's going to be gassed. He's Is done. he going to guard Kobe Bryant? <laughs> Clyde nah. Drexler? Look, I look, don't worry about You're what done. my team is guarding. We're, we're just here to win. I don't know how we're going to win, but we're going to do No, I, I know you're there to win. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this shit is funny. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we're, we're supposed to do this bald person thing now, but I forgot to put the pictures really on my phone. We're really going all in on, on baldness today. Yeah, man. Yeah, I don't think I can do it because the pictures are on my phone, and I can't access that. Okay. Damn. Cool. What's what the was it anyways? I forget what it was. Okay, let's do something else. You Just do the blind stats thing now, Mo. All right, cool. Let me get these shits up. Cool. So we're, we're going to do something now where old classic game. Mo's going to give us two stat lines and me and Donovan got to pick which player we'd rather have without knowing any of the context about who the player is. You Purely off the stats. It's yep. going to be hilarious. I'm so anti-blind <laughs> stat reveal. Why? <laughs> There's Why? no context. That's perfect. That's just... No, because then, cause then I end up picking Isaiah Thomas over Kyrie Irving, and then it's like, oh, man. <laughs> That's perfect. All right. Like, I want the back. How's the, how's the hook go again, Isaac? Um, which, uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> which NBA player would you rather have based on these stats? Cool. Based on these rip. stats, which – huh? None. Cool. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. All right. Based on these stats, which NBA player would you rather have? Okay. So All we right, got so them. We got, for the people who are this listening. bare minimum stats? Come on. For the people who are listening, 21 points per game, 
10 assists, 4 rebounds on 62% true shooting versus 22 points per game, 11 assists, 6 rebounds on 60% true shooting. Give me you gotta get us more than this. <laughs> give, give me, it's, I mean, you don't really have to. It's kind of easy just on this. But I want the 22-11-6 player. They're they're be- they're better in every category, and it's like a two percent difference on true shooting. Like, yeah, I'll take them. Cool. What about you? Ivan? Yeah, yeah, I guess I agree. This is a terrible matchup. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, I don't I don't think this is outlandish to say. Yet, he says it's a terrible matchup. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is this is this is this is this is. But who do you who are these two players? Y'all know who these two players are? No, absolutely not. Just please, <laughs> who are these people? It's Tyrese Halliburton and James Harden. Ah, mm. yeah. wait. Who did okay. we pick? You guys pick James Harden. Oh, yeah. Which That's may go against like some of your agendas that you guys have going. Yeah, on. I mean, uh, yeah, I'd rather pick. I'd rather have Tyrese. I'm being honest. That's surprising. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Lately, James has been snapping, and no one has been talking about it because Joel and B has been going crazy, and Donovan Mitchell's born seventy, and all this crazy shit. But James has been him this season. Okay. Damn. You got right. us. You got us. Cool. Okay. So let me implicit bias. Yeah. Go ahead <laughs> and give me these. Let me say my party because I messed it up. I mean, I, I guess I'll take the second guy too. Yeah. All right. What about these stats? Ooh. All so one guy so is. Close. I mean, one guy has more points and assists, so it's pretty. Your brain really wants to pick him. But twenty-three, four, and fifty-eight. Is he trying to trap us? You're hmm. trying to de- you're trying to deceive us. Give me the 23 point per game score on 58 percent true shooting. Okay. Yeah, 58 is so hot. Yeah. No, no. G- give me the eight assist guy. He's clearly a better playmaker. So I, I gotta go with him. All right. So to reveal these players, 24 points per game, eight to six, six rebounds on 55 percent true shooting is Lamelo Ball, and 23 points oh. per game, four assists, three rebounds on 56 percent true shooting is Anthony Simons. You're disgusting, Donovan. <laughs> Look in the mirror and throw up. I hope Bum. you do that. <laughs> I thought you were trying to trick us. You're a devious nah. person. Not a trick. Not a trick. Now this one, I yeah. ain't gonna lie. This last one that I have, now that I'm looking at it, I'm like, bro, why, why did I choose these two players? But I'm gonna go ahead and post it anyways because I think it's an interesting talk. Maybe it's not interesting because I'm a fucking nerd, but I'm gonna post it anyways. All right, 23 points per game, five assists, three rebounds on 62% true shooting. Versus 22 points per game, four assists, four rebounds on 57%. Oh, give me the 62% true shooting. That's ridiculous efficiency. Yeah, I'll take the mm. top as well. Pause. Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the top, the first one, 23%, five assists, three rebounds, is Bradley Beal. And the second, oh. 22 points per game, is Zach Levine. Oh, Bradley oh. Beal is a 62% true shooting right now? Battle yeah. of the mids? He's like yeah. that? That's surprising. He's shooting like 53% from the field. So that That's crazy. Yeah, he's not getting a lot of hype right now. Like, it seems like he might deserve it. That's crazy. Because he barely his, plays now. Well, he, he hasn't he's heard been out over the last few games. And also, on top of that, the Wizards have been looking like a better team without him, which is weird as fuck. It's weird. Yeah, he's only, he's only played 23 games this season. Yeah. Wow. So... It just goes to show how, I don't know, I don't know, Brad, Washington got some interesting decisions if they feel like making a decision, but Bradley Bill has been good regardless. He's not, he's not going anywhere. <laughs> they can't. I don't know who's taking that big-ass contract. 
Yeah, nobody, nobody's, no, nobody's taking. Well, listen, people would want Bradley Beal, but Bradley Beal doesn't want to leave. Yeah, he wants to stay in poverty. He has Stockholm. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, he has. Yeah, he he's he has a true problem. I found the bald guys, so we're gonna be able to do it now. Oh, Let's really? go. Okay. Yep. So we're gonna do another ball players thing. It's gonna be great. Run it up. Run it up. Yep. So give me one second. <laughs> I can't even say the hook is so funny. Y'all rate these players from one to ten based on how good they look bald. Let's okay. go. <laughs> First Let's one. See. First one. Oh, won't send. First one, Steph Curry. I've oh, he looks handsome. Pause. Ten. I haven't received anything. Oh wait, here we go. Ten. 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 His what? hairline puts back like a motherfucker, regardless, bro. He has one of the low key, one of the worst hairlines in the NBA, and he's <laughs> an easy ten bald. Bro, he looks like Bruce Willis. Ten bald? No. Yeah. He's, bro, is... He looks like Bruce Willis. What are we talking about? Ten. Are you Are you kidding me? Span is six. He's a six. Six. Yeah. That might be the high. not a lot of people. I'll give him a seven bald, for bro. the beard. He's a seven. Maybe it's the Feels beard. Like Johnny that saves it, but I think you're gonna reject. You're gonna regret that. Knowing who's next. <laughs> Am I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he wears metal militia t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this man wears fucking DC shoes. <laughs> <laughs> That's nasty. I know you got worse players, bro. Show me. <laughs> I mean, I can't find the original Trey One Young I told you guys about. But yeah. Here's another one. What about Trey Young? Holy fuck, dude! He looks like a <laughs> like a Make this? a Wish kid. Oh my goodness! I feel bad when I look at this picture. Oh my! What goodness. is happening? <laughs> so everyone keeps saying like he needs to go bald because that shit on his head is terrible. Right you want this? I'm supposed to here donate three cents a day. <laughs> I feel like he's in one of those commercials, and I just like, damn, this is. This he is gonna have to get that. He gonna have to get that scissor surgery. You know how scissor <laughs> she like completely reconstructed her face. He gonna have to get that if he ever goes bald. This is crazy. Y'all nah, ever seen the movie Ants? He can't do this. He can't do this. Yeah. Y'all ever oh, seen the movie shit. Ants? Yeah. <laughs> he looks like an insect. Look at that shit. Holy shit! Yeah, this is terrible. <laughs> nah, yeah, he and he's like, that. he's like seventy percent there already, bro. He's gonna have a bleak prime. <laughs> <laughs> he better be happy he's rich <laughs> <laughs> Alright What about Russell Westbrook Oh man this is terrible He what? looks so old yeah. <laughs> What do you mean terrible <laughs> Russell Westbrook looks fine No he literally looks like a ninja turtle You've heard You've heard me those things before But he literally looks like a ninja turtle no, he doesn't. The only Russell Westbrook just looks like he played in the nineties. Like that's it. That's the no. only he looks. If you put if you put a Portland Trailblazers jersey on that, that is Clyde Drexler's cousin. <laughs> that's it. That's no, it. It does. It does. It no. does fit him. He just looks old as fuck. Why is Clyde Drexler's lineage catching strays right now? What is it? Why you have to drag him into this? Holy shit! Because he balled at eighteen. Like he was crazy. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Nah, Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson. Russell Westbrook looks fine here. I'll say, I'll say like an eight. I'll say an eight. Yeah, I'll, he, I'll give him an eight. It, he it looks fits the him. best out of all of them. Absolutely not. Are you kidding me? He has no you facial just, hair. How? What you really saying you bald is your facial hair? 
You think Steph Curry looks? You think Steph Curry ball looks better than Russell Westbrook ball? I'm not dying on this hill, but I will die on this hill. <laughs> yes, bro. Steph looks like an off-duty cop. What are you talking about? <laughs> no sir. No Steph sir. Steph looks mo. straight, bro. No Steph sir, looks mo. straight. Uh, okay, that's right. What about what about Luka Doncic? <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, dude. Oh god. Oh god. I don't even know if this. this <laughs> Yo, he looks mad all right. It's crazy. Dude, his head, the way his head is arched back. Shit. Oh, my God. He looks like a thumb. The thumb people from Spy Kids. He does. He does yeah. He does. He looks like this a is Patrick Starr in the live action SpongeBob remake. Oh, no. Nah, yeah, he can't do that. He can't do it. He needs to lock in that Rogaine sponsorship now. Yeah. Like, just get ahead of it. That's his arms look exactly the same as his head. It's just one conglomerate of a person. Yeah, exactly. This is, this is just so perplexing. Like, I, I, <laughs> man. Yeah, he needs to lock in on that sponsorship. He said, like he said, two. Oh, shit. He's a two. <laughs> yeah, this. Bro, is, this, this is, is a fucking a, zero. You're out of your mind. This is by far the worst. This is by far the worst. <laughs> nah, I think Trey's worse than he is. Uh maybe you're right about that. I don't know. Nah, nah. Yeah, Trey looked. Trey looked inhuman. <laughs> Cause Trey, Trey, at least Luca looks like he could put on a hat or something and make it work. Trey looks like any hat would be too big, even fitted. Like it doesn't look like a hat could fit. He needs those Brian Robinson nah. hats. Nah, because <laughs> those hats are hard. I, you, I would, you would expect someone like Luca Dodgers to look good because simply he's white and he's bald, and you would expect him to look like oh Mr. Queen, but he has the complete opposite look from Mr. Queen. He looks disgusting in this, Mr. He Dirty. Looks, yeah. He looks repulsive. Mr. Filth. All right, next one. What about DeMar DeRozan? Oh, he just looks old. He looks fine. I'm not going to listen to 10. He, I didn't mean to say that. This is like, if we're talking about how natural it looks, it's probably a 10. Like, he looks like he should be bald. Yeah. This is a 10. He looks like he belongs in this place. I'll go 10. This is his place. This is should, his dude. Should DeMar go yeah. I like it. Yeah. DeMar should embrace his old age. Yeah. This, this is a 10. Very solid. Okay, last one. Uh, Last one, Anthony Edwards. Oh, that's Michael Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) That's Michael. That's Michael Jordan. (laughs) If it's also accurate, if Demar Derozan was a ten, Ant might have to be a ten. Listen, you make this jersey from a medium to a large. If it's if it, that's Michael Jordan. Yeah, this looks hella accurate. This looks yeah, it feels extremely natural. I like that. I like he looks that. like he. Good, he good looks like Mo, we can't hear you. I can't hear you. This is a great look, friend. Mo, we can't hear you. Oh shit! Can yeah, y'all hear me now? Can. Yeah. Yep. There you go. My AirPods died, so I have the volume hella low, and I think I accidentally pushed. Okay, me. is your audio still good? Is your audio still recording? Yeah, my audio is still good. I'm recording okay. with my uh, my mic, so my audio is still recording. I see the shit, so we're good. But, okay. Okay. Yeah, this, this feels mad natural. A- and should go bald. 10. This season, he should just skip his 20s of hair and just. Absolutely, dude. He looks like a top, fi- <laughs> he looks like a top 15 player with that baldy on. I know when Ant comes out next season with this, I know he's, he's, I know he's locked in. I know he's gotten serious about the game when he cuts his hair off. <laughs> then he'll truly not okay. be playing fair. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, next thing we're going to do is I want you guys to g- 
guess this player with only these hints. And I'm going to give you guys three hints. Okay. okay. Oh, so th- this is like a purdle. Sort of. So I'm going to send the first one here. Which player is this? He went to Florida. He's a five-time All-Star, and his career points per game is 13. That's Al Horford. Bye. Next. Damn! It took y'all two seconds. Yep. We know Al. We know. Yep. We know him. Y'all you know some Horford experts? Nasty. Yep. One of my Good favorite centers of all time. <laughs> okay. Next one. Two, two. Four-time All NBA. His jersey number is in the 20s, and he was a 2021 Steals champ. A 2021? Um, oh, goodness. Four-time All-NBA. Yeah, so this is a little, a little trickier. 2021. Who's popping off two years ago or last year? Jersey number in the 20s. A little tough. So, I mean. Is this Devin Booker? No. He's it's not Devin on, Booker. Man. All right. Donovan. Jersey, no, Jersey fuck, number in the 25. In the 20s, it's like, it's Joel Embiid, it's... Um, but this has to be a guard, though. I mean, maybe, maybe not, but like, okay, it had to be... But just think about the stars who are in the 20s. Four-time All-NBA is a lot of All-NBAs. It is. It has to be a really good player. Is this Paul George? Not Paul George. His number is 13, fam. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> You have a Paul George right. jersey behind you. And you That's didn't a know damn shame. I look back and I said, Paul George, holy shit. <laughs> no, right. four-time four four-time All-NBA probably means that he's like recently, if it's like, if it's a 20, if he's a 2021 Steelers champ, it's probably a guard that's not great on defense, but is still able to like, you know, get... Get get some get some production. Why does it gotta be not great on defense? Where's that collection come from? I feel like a lot of the times the Steelers champs, Damn. like you, you can get a lot, you can get a lot of guards who might like sneak their way I need to into. Come on, y'all, to TikTok. Get some guesses out there. I need, I need to get, I need to look at some teams. This is... My mind, my mind is blinking. It's not. I'm trying to think about people who are in the the 20s. And it's like Jamal. Can you Murray's give us not... the conference? No, you have three hands. The fuck, you're a douchebag. No, bag. listen, listen. <laughs> <laughs> There's too much silence going on. All NBA, twenty twenty one. Yeah, four time All NBA. I'm gonna hate myself for not knowing this. I re- I really am too. Because twenty twenty one is hella recent. That was last year. Two years ago. <laughs> Two years ago. Damn, I yeah, don't. The I'm twenty 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 one season. Oh, oh, is this? Is this Drew Holiday? This is not Drew Holiday. That's not a bad guess. I don't know what his jersey number is. He's 21. It's not a bad guess. Oh, dang. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm terrible with jersey numbers, to be honest. That's what's, fucking, that's what's messing me up. He's in the Eastern not. Conference. Eastern Conference. Wow. I cannot think of anybody right now. You said Eastern Conference? <laughs> it can't be. Eastern it Conference. Can't be, it can't be can't be Fred Van Vliet. Um, it can't be. It's no oh, one in Boston. Is this Jimmy? Is this Jimmy Butler? This is Jimmy Butler. Damn. That, that one was kicking your ass. Yeah, you cut that one. I didn't know. I didn't know he led the league like that. <laughs> yeah, still champ. I don't know it either. All right, next one. 
Good job, Jimmy. He's left-handed, currently averaging 20 points per game. Jalen Brunson. He went Brunson. to Villanova. Jalen Brunson. I couldn't even finish it. Damn. Damn. Yeah, you know left-handed was Villanova in... was such an easy giveaway. Damn, y'all got that in two these seconds again. too elite for these games. Come on now. I should have known the Knicks fan would know immediately. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Got two Who's more. Next? I'm not going to read this one out loud. Y'all read them out loud so I don't cut you off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's the next one. All right, so this player, his father was in the NBA. He's 7'2". He's, he shoots 39% from three. This is Bo Bo. Uh, y'all are fast as hell today. Yeah. I, 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 I was reading this. I was like 7'2", dad in the NBA. I'm like, this has to be Bo Bo. We're all in mode. <laughs> Listen, we're in our back. Keep him rolling. <laughs> Last one. Too easy. All right, drafted in 2017 from Missouri. Mizzou dunked on LeBron. Okay. 2017 from, from Missouri. Oh, not Missouri this... University. He he grew up there. Oh, he grew oh, up in Missouri. Oh, this is oh then this is Jason Tatum. There we go. Apparently, I made these two easy for you guys. St. Louis, Louis is in Missouri. Oh, yep, okay. St. Louis guy. The dunk on LeBron gave it away, didn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, then that was too easy for y'all. Apparently, I should have made that yeah, harder. Donovan, Donovan beamed every single one of them. <laughs> like that. All right, last thing before we get out of here, we're gonna do something we did a few weeks ago. We're gonna rate some disrespectful dunks. Let's go. Everybody loves these videos. They were hilarious. Dom was in his bag and he jokes off. Let's see if you can do yeah. it again. <laughs> All right. Y'all rate these dunks based on how disrespectful they are. Y'all rate these dunks based on how disrespectful they were. Y'all rate these dunks based on how disrespectful they were. <laughs> Scotty Pippen on Patrick Ewing. This is a ten. This is an absolute ten. In my opinion, in my opinion, this is the most disrespectful dunk in NBA history. Ooh, that's a strong claim. Go into that. Why you say yeah. that? I think first off, nuts in the face. You have that. <laughs> secondly, secondly, he turns around. And looks at Spike Lee and tells Spike Lee to sit down as well. So he takes the he takes the number one fan for the Knicks, tells him to sit down, does it in Chicago, so he has the home fans behind him. And single handedly, my biggest issue as a Knicks fan with this dunk, single handedly takes this incredibly tough New York Knicks team, invites them all. Nobody throws a single punch. Nobody pushes Scottie Pippen. <laughs> he punks the entire team with this dunk. This is the this is the most disrespectful dunk. Yeah. In NBA and he has history. a stare down standing over top of him. Like, that's just so many disrespectful points right there alone. This is a say, 10. This is very disrespectful, 10, honestly. but I'm going to have to disagree. I'm going to have to disagree just a, just a little bit. Just a little bit. And, and, and give it what? On a scale of 1 to 10, I'll give this like a cool 7. It was very disrespectful. Seven? What? Yeah. This I'll, is I'll insane. It, I don't know if I'm tripping, but it wasn't as disrespectful. No, you're tripping, me, bro. You're tripping. Okay. <laughs> What about LeBron on Yusuf Nurkic? Oh, that was a cool this, five. That was a cool six. It was a it was a crazy dunk. It wasn't disrespectful. Yeah. Okay. That's Counterpoint. The thing about dunking. I'm gonna give this an eight just because the announcer screams the top of his lungs. He made Yusuf Nurkic a screensaver, and that That's call hard. alone brings you to an eight. It was incredible. That's hard. That's that hard. is okay. true. Okay. I'm gonna still can, give this a I six. Can see the eight. I can see the eight based off of that, but if we're being like real, just on the dunk in a vacuum, it's about a six. Yeah, agree. Okay. When I think about dunking, you need to demasculate 
another man. Facts. Facts. <laughs> you, you have to obliterate him. Talk to him. He needs to lose... He needs to lose his entire <laughs> roster of hoes on his phone. That I need that type of disrespect on the dunker. Exactly. And exactly. That's what I'm talking about. That's right. what about, let's go recent. What about Aaron Gordon on Landry Shamit from Christmas? Oh, no, that's a 10 right there. That's a 10. That, that's a, he, that's that's a, a 10 nine. because he that's dunked on him, nuts all in his mouth, deep thrown, and then he was on the ground, and he put his nuts on him again. And that was completely <laughs> unnecessary. That's fair. That's fair. The way he landed on him, he landed on him and just like just fucking got up, pushing him off him. Like he made him his doormat. It was ridiculous. Yeah, no, that was unnecessary. That I hate to give Aaron Gordon another nine, but that was a nine. (laughs) (laughs) That was that was a nine. There just wasn't there wasn't enough animosity after the play. It just Mm. it just wasn't there. He doesn't he doesn't hate Landry Shamit. You know what I'm saying? Aaron Gordon's a good guy. Exactly, exactly. And that's why he just can't go to the top level. But it's a nine. Okay. It's a great dunk. Fair enough. Yeah, and just like the biggest moment in the biggest game of the season so far. Like the adrenaline every felt with this crazy yeah. game. Just go yeah. do that then. Ugh. Nasty. All right. Back to another recent one. What about Andrew Wiggins on Luka Doncic? Mm. Luka Doncic looked that's, like he that was. was nasty. Look, he Luka Doncic looked genuinely terrified the way he shielded his head. Max, you thought he got shot? He was covering his by. face. That was nasty. That was like a solid eight and a half, maybe nine. Eight and a half. Yeah. I I agree. As somebody who's in the building, saw this live, right? Ooh. Listen, what a flex. Enti- okay, the the yeah. entire stadium was silent. This is a this this is a nine. This is a nine right here. Damn, he silenced the city. That that might have to get you a ten, low key. Yeah. This 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 was a nine. That's the most silent Dallas has ever been since the JFK assassination. I was about to say that, dude. Like, that, like the <laughs> I was about to say something like, that. like the way that they took everyone's breath away from them, and Luca's head was like these. I swore I would have sworn there was a sniper in the building too. <laughs> Bro, look at the way Luca's shielding himself. You would have thought Andrew Wiggins came in with a fucking knife and just. Like, yeah. Luka I've looks never like he's seen in pain. anybody do that after you got postered as well. Doing this? Oh my goodness. <laughs> you like it, it's a dunk. Ten. Ten. Take it like a man. He's Luca though. All right. What about Dwayne Wade on Anderson Barrage? Oh, oh, that's a ten. That's a ten. That's a yeah. ten. Yeah, that's an actual ten. You know why. You know why. He had this man's <laughs> I'm not listen, I'm gonna try to do it, but I'm not. But the legs up in the air. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This man was about to get his Gucci. Eight. Bro, crazy. Anderson Verge worse than that, bro. That's a ten. Anderson Verge looked like he got hit by a Mini Cooper. He flew back ten yards. It was ridiculous. He hit the stanchion. It was, yeah, it was bro. Disgusting. That was that was one of the most iconic Reggie Miller welcome to your Kodak moment moments. You know what I'm Absolutely, saying? Absolutely, bro. And then Dwayne it looked Wade, like Marshawn Lynch struck him. Yeah, that's a ten, <laughs> bro. Legs in the air, bro. In the air. <laughs> With a dunk like that, Anderson Berzow should have lost his entire family after that, bro. That's what I'm saying. When, when Change your entire about... last name. Right, exactly. You can't show up back to school or private school or whatever with your last name being Berzow. Yep. Bro, you're getting bullied. Oh, my goodness. That's what I'm saying. When Mo bro. talks about people being uh, emasculated, that's the definition. That's what we look for. That's what we teach at Dunking University. You know, you have to do stuff like that. Exactly. The key to attend is to dunk so hard that the other person gets put into yoga. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he got dunked into Pilates. That's crazy. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. <laughs> I like that. All right, last one. 
What about Blake Griffin on Kendrick Perkins? Mm, that's a classic nine. Classic. First off, because Kendrick kind of a douchebag, so it's a classic automatic. <laughs> we hate Kendrick that's, Perkins. All my homies hate Kendrick Perkins. That's, that's one of those ones. This is one of those ones. It's like Blake, Blake Griffin took over sports in the top ten plays for weeks. For weeks. Right? Months the craziest part end. was the craziest part was Kendrick Perkins didn't even jump. Not because he couldn't. I mean, not because he didn't want to. He couldn't. Blake Griffin jumped so fast and so high, he couldn't even react in time. It was ridiculous. Yeah. And this and this one, it wasn't even like a traditional dunk. This was a thrunk, right? He throws the ball in <laughs> into the thing. When he, Blake Griffin made up his mind five feet away from the basket, ten feet up, I'm, I'm dunking on him. And there was nothing that Kendrick <laughs> Perkins could do. By any means necessary. Exactly. This is a ten. By pure yeah. determination alone. <laughs> I respect that. Yep. That's funny. All right, well, I think that's the episode. I think I'm all out of topics. Great stuff. It was a good one. So yeah, as always, if you guys are still here, go ahead and comment. Let's see, what are we going to comment? Pickle juice. Comment pickle juice to so let us know you watched the end of the episode. Yeah. I better see mad pickle juice in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> all right, see you guys later. See ya.